Shout out to Jeremy2003 for letting us use his instrumental entitled 18. Make sure to follow him, Kilo, Casper Sun, Sunday, and the entire Nuisance Collective on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. Welcome back to the R&D Podcast here on a Wednesday and tables turned, lessons learned, my best look. You jump sides on me, now you meet Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is beasting and feasting for the OKC Thunder this year, averaging 31, 10, and 10, shooting 47% from the field. He has a triple-double in OKC's last seven games and had his 41st triple-double last night in a 110-79 win against the Bucks. That ties Oscar Robinson's record that hasn't been touched for 55 years. Daniel, they are 32-9 and when he averages a triple-double. The Thunder are now two and a half games back of the Clippers for that five spot. And they're three and a half games back of the Jazz for four spot. I know you are not sold on Russell Westbrook. But is he the MVP now? Can we just give it to this man? Or do you still have some to say about good old Russ? Okay, so the beginning of this whole podcast thing, whenever that started, uh, you know, you, you could visibly see my distaste for could, Russell Westbrook. And then and the whole thing with Kevin Durant happened, and like that just kind of escalated it. Right. But one thing has stayed consistent, and that is Russell Westbrook's ability to produce triple doubles for OKC. And like his, his, um, his shortcomings have gone down a little bit, but if you look at just how much he puts OKC on his shoulders yeah. and he produces. And, you know, maybe it's um, – maybe my doubts are because his defense isn't top-notch or no. because, you know, his team really does help him out. His centers do get out of the way whenever he's right. trying to get a rebound. Right. I've seen the video footage. And so yep. um, that's more, I feel like, of by design, not by, by fault of the centers because they'd okay. rather him have it because his ball-handling skills are obviously pretty decent. Stephen Adams said he doesn't care. Right. Yeah. So um, – I, my position has shifted a little bit. I feel like I would be very short-sighted if I didn't consider Russell Westbrook a very serious MVP candidate, right. if not the MVP candidate. Wow, this is a change from Mr. And, Sheffield, ladies and gentlemen. But, I mean, you know, I got I got caught up in my own emotion, my own opinion, <laughs> and I wasn't seeing facts that were right in front of my eyes. Right. So, you know, we've all come better out of it. So. Right. I mean, this is actually another record because he's the only player in NBA history to have a streak of seven games with a triple-double twice in the same season. And these last seven games, he's had 18, 39, 37, 57, which is the highest point total in NBA history for one who grabs a triple-double in a game. Then he had 40, and then he had 12, 12, and 13 just last night. This kind of reminds me of Kobe in 06 once Shaq left. And he was just putting the Lakers on his back, and he was dominating. He also had that 81-point performance, which we'll never forget. But speaking of dynamic duos and the guys leaving, just like I said when when Shaq left Kobe and went to Miami, and, of course, they won the championship, I, I, I may lose sleep over that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, I don't know. But did you think that the Oklahoma City Thunder would stay above water once Durant decided to leave? Or, like, I don't think many people did. I I didn't. I, Skip Bayless says he thought that the guy was going to average a triple-double, which he has. But I didn't think that they would be 
In the top six, I mean... Well, okay, you didn't think they were going to be in the top six without somebody like Russell Westbrook to assist him. Now, whenever... You you really do have that, that Kobe Shaq sort of right. um, situation going on in Oklahoma City. I right. can't remember the exact year whenever um, he left. Yeah, what he left... It was like oh, four years ago? Oh, five? Oh, oh wait, if we're, if we're talking about Durant. Durant, Durant, yeah. Durant just left a year ago. This a is year ago? Yeah, this is okay, right so Durant helped... OKC, with the help of Westbrook, obviously, right. get to where they were last season, and then he dipped out. And so <laughs> Russell Westbrook took it upon himself to put the team on his back, right. much in the way Kobe did back you know, in the and early 2000s. Yep. So, um, you know, maybe if Russell Westbrook wasn't there, if he said, peace out, I'm going to New Orleans, or like whatever, what, uh, yeah. um, he, I don't think the, the Oklahoma City Thunder would have a fighting chance in the playoffs. Right. But um, because he, as a player, took it upon himself to stay put and to help grow this team and keep this team afloat the way that Kevin Durant kind of uh, influenced it to right. whenever they came from Seattle. Right. Like, uh, I think that he's done a really good job with that. Right. Well, here's here's a question that I do have because also if we're going to look at Kobe um, in his in those years before they got Gasol in 08, he was struggling. He had asked for a trade. Um a lot of people probably would have looked at Westbrook and would have said, you know, Russ may may leave OKC, but what with what he's doing now, do you think that he would leave OKC or do you think he's going to wait it out with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Because I mean, by all means this dude he could leave if he if OKC doesn't give him the help, but do you think that he would leave, or do you think he's going to wait it out and just re- probably retire as an Oklahoma City Thunder player? There's a couple things. First of all, you have to you have to look at, one, is there any team that can afford to pay him as much as he wants to be paid in order to leave? Right. And then, uh, second, you know, you have to... Well, he would be kind of a hypocrite at that point. It, yeah, that's... Yeah. And yeah. So, Because, I mean, like Kevin Durant left, you didn't give him the time of day. Right. Um, And Russell Westbrook felt hurt. And, I mean, I feel like... He's got to put in quite a few more years with Oklahoma City, right. probably you know five, six, maybe seven seasons, right? Before he you know loses his like superstardom, okay, and then has some young bucks come up and like right. help with the team, right? Before he can like go and move on. I don't right. think that. I think that he knows that if he were to get a better deal, he would have to turn it down because you know right. he can't just leave like Kevin Durant. That's a great point though. I'm not going I'm not going to lie to you Daniel. That's a great point though cuz I don't think I think that that is kind of hypocritical if he did decide to leave um especially with the amazing feat that he has now this amazing thing that he's doing. But I was listening to Colin Cowherd a couple weeks ago and he says the triple double is the equivalent of McDonald's secret sauce, which is basically, he said, Thousand Island dressing and relish. He's like, basically, like, that's it. He says, really doesn't mean anything. Would you agree with that, that the triple-double really doesn't mean anything? Because uh, to lead your team in three statistical categories, you're going to say that doesn't mean nothing? Well, you got to... You gotta take that with a grain of salt because, okay. like, a few years ago, right? Um, triple doubles were not very common. No, like, you had like less than half of the amount of triple doubles in a season that we have this season alone. I think it's like crazy. it's like one hundred ten players with triple doubles yeah. this season. So, um, if you compare those numbers to the base year of two thousand and thirteen or two thousand twelve, whatever, right. then yes, they do mean something. Right. Um, 
if you remember whenever your parents told you you were special, but if, <laughs> but if like, <laughs> but if like every parent tells their kid they're special, then everybody's special, but then everybody's the same. Okay. It's, it's kind of the same thing. Okay. And but in in Russell Westbrook's specific circumstance, right. he's leading his team consistently. And like by a pretty decent margin, right? So um, he's he's shooting like what forty four and a half percent, something shooting like that. Forty seven percent from the field. I think he's shooting a career best thirty four percent from downtown. Okay. So well, if you if you look at his ball handling skills and his consistent statistical records, like he's doing a good job. And right. I, and I think that large picture, yes, triple doubles are not seriously important to determine how well a player plays okay but um in russell westbrook's specific circumstance uh that just goes to show it kind of solidifies like how much of an influential and how much of a good player how much of an asset he is this oklahoma city team do you think that he had to do this i mean i don't know if it's okay durant leaves i have to average a triple double or i have to average uh amazing numbers um, to prove that, you know, I can do this without Durant. Do you think that he had to average these kind of numbers to prove a point that he could lead a team without Kevin Durant? Do you feel this was necessary? You know, I don't think that there's... I, I haven't heard of a player of any sport, really, that goes into a season like, hey, like Tom Brady doesn't go into every season and be like, I'm going to throw 25 touchdowns and four interceptions right. over the course of the season. You right. know what I mean? Right, Um uh, the same, I feel like, goes with Russell Westbrook. The pressure was probably on, and he probably got some really good offseason help, um, yeah. you know, so that he could be better prepared to live life on the court without, Le- um, sorry, not LeBron, but yeah, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah. And so uh, you look at it from this way. He didn't have to, but he knew that it was kind of expected for him to step up. Right. You know, and so... Right. He stepped up his game, and he really delivered for OKC, and now they're sitting, what, at the four seed? They're sitting right now at the six seed. Six if the playoffs seed? started today, they'd be facing Houston, and I think that's kind of the thing I'm saying. In the regular season, this is going to be a great thing. I think we'll talk about it for years to come, but I think probably the the bus ends probably at the playoffs, whether you face Utah, which they'll probably have a good chance against Utah if they can take the Clippers' spot, um, or, but if you face Houston, I don't – I think Houston runs them out of the gym. I think I think Houston. I think you're right. I think Houston's going to take their their way to the quarterfinals to face San Antonio. Right, right. Well, like I said, the the Clip, uh, the Clippers are two and a half games above the Thunder, um, and the Thunder are going to have a tough a tough out if they want to get it. Four out of their last five games are going to be out on the road. They face Memphis, Phoenix. Denver, Minnesota, then they'll go back home on April 12th to face Denver. Do you think that they can take the Clippers' top spot um, at five um, with those games? I mean, only if they don't let the Grizzlies get in their head, because I know that the Grizzlies are really good right. at um, their their second half production, and then. Yep. Um, you gotta win your easy games. Yeah, like, and like, they and they have a lot of them. Right, like they they're playing the Suns. They're playing the oh wait, you they're playing the Suns. They're playing Minnesota, and okay. then they play Denver twice. But I think Denver's probably gonna be the only team that gives them some trouble because Denver's fighting for the eighth spot against Portland. I definitely see that going one and one. So that means okay, they, so that means that they definitely have to win the rest of their games. They really do. Okay. Well, it's gonna be an interesting feat, guys. 
Uh, we're going to cut it off right here. Make sure to follow us at R&D Sports Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. Make sure to hit that like button as hard as you possibly can when you listen to this on SoundCloud and share it with the rest of your friends. I'm RJ. That's Daniel. We out of here!